Hey guys. Hi everyone. Welcome back. You're here with Ange and Zoe on Below. With Ange and Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome. Um, so I decided that I really wanted to pick a card for the start of this episode and I think we're going to make it a regular thing but I've shuffled my Terra would you say that's key Chi Chi Terra Chi <laughs> Goddess Oracle and two cards fell out okay so Goddess Mazu Integrity remember what you stand for especially when no one is looking Ooh, I like that same and I am not even going to try pronounce that. Likewise. <laughs> we, I'll post a photo of this <gasps> when the episode releases so they, they can see the cards. Perfect. Um, and it says activation. Connect to the Earth's frequency. You are being activated. Yes. I Ooh. love that. The resonance. Yeah. Take that as you want to. Mm-hmm. Remember what you stand for, especially when no one is looking. Connect to Earth's frequency, you are being activated. I really like that. Yeah, mm. so do I. So yeah, I'll post a photo of that so you guys can see. The cards are literally so beautiful. They are. They're gorgeous. Wow. Now we're going to share our wins of the week. Yeah. So Zoe, what is your win of the week? So my win of the week isn't as drastic as last week. But I have been wanting to start this self-development book for a long time. It's been sitting on my bedside table and I've just been staring at it. I've been on a bit of a hiatus when it comes to reading self-development books. But that's okay. I'm back and I started Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. I absolutely love his podcast. So I was like just so drawn to this book and I've finally started reading. And it's a sleigh. I've read the first two chapters. So not a lot. But I've already learnt so much. Yes. So, yeah, I I love him. Great book so far. I'll keep you updated. <laughs> so that's my win. The fact that you're only two chapters in and have already taken away a lot says a lot. Yes. All right, Ange, what is your win of the week? My win of the week happened yesterday. And it was that I was all like, I was feeling so positive, so good. I still am. I've been on a bit of a high in a really expansive way and I just had this moment of realizing that I was feeling an overwhelm of emotions like all of a sudden all at once and I wasn't mentally upset about anything like in my head I wasn't like having negative thoughts about something but I physically my body felt like all of this emotion all of these emotions and like I just let myself cry like it just came out of me I was like oh I'm really overwhelmed or it was a, a particular experience that I went through that was quite an intense experience. And I was like, oh, that really was overwhelming in retrospect. Mm-hmm. And I just let myself have that like little cry to you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's okay. I was just like, oh, I am overwhelmed by just the intensity of, of the emotions that were present in this situation. Uh, but I feel okay. And yeah, just letting it roll out of me. I was laughing as well. I just needed to like release tense emotions. Yeah, you just needed to release. Yeah, it was yeah. a release. Because yeah. I, I didn't feel sad. Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah. 
just a lot yeah your body was just feeling yeah that overwhelm and it just needed to like release for a second and how good did you feel after incredible I was Mm -hmm. like okay now I can keep walking to the gym (laughs) I love it that is a win girl you gotta you gotta feel these emotions like we were talking about last week yeah validating that they're there feeling them but then shifting even when you don't know why yes even when you don't know why like I was like I really am not like there's nothing I'm actually sad about right now but these are here so let's just let it be here yep yep Exactly, and you moved through it faster. Because when those emotions are there, you've got to feel it at some point. Um, I actually <laughs> I actually heard a TikTok the other day, and it was this guy that was teaching in schools. And they were talking about emotions. And apparently this girl that was in year three... <gasps> did you hear this? I too? saw this. Oh, my God. Yes. Okay, so yeah, this girl in year three said, well, when people hold their pee it hurts and he was like okay where is she going with this <laughs> so she said so wh- why do people hold in their tears mm. because that hurts and i was just like oh this little girl is so wise like a seven-year-old literally like in I-, I couldn't believe it and i was like wow exactly and it's just yeah what we were talking about you just need to release otherwise y- you're holding it in and it hurts yes not worth it nope <laughs> so yeah thank you little girl Slay. yeah seriously <laughs> teaching us wisdom yeah all right so let's move into the topic of this week's oh, episode so love this one yeah i'm excited mm. so we are chatting about all things movement movement we are obsessed with movement people ask us what we do for fun we move we move. <laughs> oh, I want to ask you. Oh, yes. What, What is movement to you? Oh, what is movement to me? Movement, honestly, can be considered as like exercise. But even then when you were talking about how you had a like a cry and a release, I was thinking that was movement in your body Mm. and you were shifting that energy through movement, which was crying. Yeah. So like movement can be, yeah, I think it can be anything. Does that make sense? It makes so (laughs) much sense, girl. Like so much. Yeah. So obviously exercise, obviously, but yeah, that actually rang up. Like when you were talking about that, I was like, she was moving and then that shifted her emotions in her body shifted the energy you are absolutely correct that is so on point yeah what's movement to you do you have like another insight Mm. I actually really connect with what you just said yeah like movement to me is flow yep and Mm. flow is movement yep so anytime that like we are or I am experiencing what feels like a flow that feels like movement and that can look so many different ways. I think it's easy to maybe box in or, you know, just look at movement in in a sense of formal exercise only or like really structured exercise and that's also movement. But I agree with what you just said. Movement can take form in so many different ways. Yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, it's when you're embodied 
and flowing. Yes, embodied. That's movement. Love. (laughs) I just remembered people can't see us and I'm like pointing like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Um, So yeah, so this episode is going to be really kind of like open. We're just going to talk about movement and, you know, our journeys with movement, what movement feels like to us, just honestly really open and you know we were trying to get specific we were like oh what should we talk about like exactly because we could talk on and on and on about movement Mm. um but we realized that we don't need to squeeze it all into one episode we have a whole podcast now we can do as many episodes on movement as we like and all the different things so we're just gonna see where this episode flows yes where it moves yes (laughs) okay um why do you like movement so movement it just makes me feel really good (laughs) such a simple answer but it makes me feel really good um and it connects me so okay so i feel like there's like four pillars of health (laughs) so there's physical health emotional health mental health spiritual health yes and i feel like the way i kind of flow with movement now i am like constantly connecting all those pillars of health um so it makes you know it makes me feel good spiritually like when we're doing yoga or our morning weight classes at yogic state but that's also helping my physical health which is also helping my emotional health because i'm like oh you know endorphins makes you feel really happy and good and as well as my mental health, because exercise is great for just like mental clarity, clearing your head, forgetting about all the other worries that you don't need to worry about. So, yeah, I love movement. Wow. I really love that. Mm. Movement connects you with all the different pillars of health and well-being. Yes. And you, the way you experience movement is an enhancement of all of these spaces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Why do you like movement? Well... I feel like you can resonate with, like, what I said. A hundred percent. But is there else as well? Yeah, let me feel into that. Because what you just said, I just resonate with so much. Mm. Mm. I f- oh, yes. Movement. I feel like movement connects me to who I truly am. Ooh. I feel like movement helps me to embody more of my internal energy in the outward world it brings my in inner essence into physical form wow yeah okay yes i understand i feel I like mm, i feel like i tap a lot into my inner world and a lot into my consciousness and i feel like there's a lot there and i feel like we all have a lot there not just me yes but you know and I feel like movement is one of the forms of expression of that in physical, tangible form because my inner world or my consciousness is like not tangible, but movement is. So it's like that being expressed physically. And that is a motherfucking vibe. A hundred percent. I'm just like thinking right now and like laughing internally at like, just like some random people listening to this thinking movement is just fucking movement (laughs) and we're like making it so deep but that's what's amazing about us like 
I love it. But yeah, I just was giggling inside. <laughs> well, movement is just movement too. It is. <laughs> that movement is also this everything. <laughs> yes, exactly. So yeah, just had a little giggle to myself. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Um, so yeah, I kind of want to talk about our, just like briefly, our journeys with movement absolutely we have always like we both have similar kind of stories where we've been really active our whole lives um so yeah Ange, what brought you to where you are now with movement yes so i remember i vividly remember begging my mum as a three-year-old i have a great long-term memory wow i remember asking her or telling her I really wanted to dance. Mm. I remember saying it. <laughs> and I remember my first dance class as a three-year-old. Wow. Just, that's insane. I know. Oh my God. I can't remember mine. <laughs> I think there's not a lot that I do remember, but I remember key core moments. And that was like a life-changing thing for me. Well, yeah. It ends up being a long time, you know, you were dancing. So, mm. so fast forward from three to my early teens, I was a dancer. Mm-hmm always dancing you know if I wasn't in school I was at dancing yep and then I left dancing um because of mental health reasons Mm -hmm. and I feel like a lot of people can resonate when you are doing something eventually for the sake of doing it and you've lost the love and the passion for it you just it does start to change your the rest of your life and your mental health just yeah yeah can go astray yeah so that was when I was like oh this is timed out for me now then I moved into the gym Mm -hmm. and had a lot of fun with that until I reached a point where I decided not to move at all yeah big contrast yes Mm -hmm. right yeah for a good five years I did no movement um and it was intentional. It was also situational, but mm. it was it was also an experience I was meant to have. Yeah, I know that. I know that that was something that was really a big lesson for me. Yeah. And now a year ago, I've started moving again. Yes, and here you are. Yeah. So I've definitely experienced a good contrast along my journey of always moving, obsessed with movement no movement uh to the point of i was saying to you feeling fatigued when i was when i would stand yeah for 15 minutes muscle fatigue yeah or foot pain um and then now again lots of movement again but in a total different relationship with movement now yeah and with myself now Mm -hmm. Mm. and what movement do you do now currently I currently do a few different things. Mm-hmm. I I go to the yogic state classes. Yeah. So that's a mixture of circuits that are like gym-like. Yeah. Well, they are pretty much gym circuits uh, mixed in with, but it's very mind-body connection. Yes. Breathing. Yep. Yoga is involved too. Yeah. Um, I also do yoga. Mm-hmm. I do pole dancing. Yeah. Uh, and I go to the regular gym and now I've dipped my toes into starting calisthenics. Yes. And walking. Yep. They're all my fave moves at the moment. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. 
slay girl mm. that's a huge journey yes and yeah it's really similar to mine please share so yeah as a kid i started dancing i don't know if i begged my mom to go dancing <laughs> can't remember that but yeah i remember i started dancing and um i did dancing until i was like eight and then i was bored i was like i don't want to do this anymore mom so she put me into acro at the same dance studio and i was good at it but i was just like not really enjoying it so mom was like well what do you want to do and i was like i don't know she was like well let's try gymnastics and i was like ew i didn't know anyone that did gymnastics <laughs> did not know anyone so she dragged me to a gymnastics trial and i didn't want to go i did the class and i absolutely loved it loved it actually fun fact i when i was there the owner of the um gymnastics business oh. recognized me yes she was like i know you and my mom was like no you don't <laughs> she's never been here before and she goes no i remember you turns out when i was in preschool mind you i'm nine years old at this moment when i was in preschool this lady came and taught gymnastics like a gym program at my preschool and she remembered me because she went up to my mom after the program at the preschool mm -hmm. and said to my mom you need to put her in gymnastics she's really good and my mom put me in dancing instead <laughs> that just goes to show what a natural you are i know from the get-go <laughs> yeah. and someone remembering that like however many years later when you didn't even look the same i know like completely different age like i'm out of primary school at this point and she remembered me from preschool you stood out queen wow <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah so then um that was crazy and then i started my gymnastics journey from there and i was a competitive gymnast i competed um statewide and nationally at a handful of times um and yeah and then i got to 15 and a half 16 around that age and i just kept injuring myself i was but i was injuring myself in school sports so like oztag soccer netball like i would do those all at the same time as these these sports outside of school um and i was injuring myself there so then that was messing up with my gymnastics and i think i ended up in a boot i fractured my ankle and i couldn't compete for state championships yeah. that year and it just kind of really put me down because like you're training all year for state championships like that's mm. the biggest competition of the year so couldn't do that and then afterwards i was like you know what i'm done gymnastics like if you're a gymnast you know that it's actually beneficial to start gymnastics at a young age and a lot of younger gymnasts move up faster because they don't think logically as much whereas when you're older i was 16 let's say I didn't want to go flip myself in weird tricks and you know mm. it's it's dangerous mm. and i was scared you know I, valid i was started to get like performance anxiety because i was just like oh my god like i can't do this so yeah i stopped and then i signed up to the gym i went to the gym with my friends fast forward six years still in the gym um but i was just getting a little bit bored of it i was doing the same thing over and over again so I got gifted a free trial at Yogic State and I loved it. And like Ange said, Yogic State is still a gym. 
I'm still like lifting weights there, but it's just, we just do it in a different way. It's like a grip class circuit kind of training and yoga is like mixed into the class a little bit. Like we do a yoga pose after every station. Um, so yeah, so I do that. I do pole and well, now I'm a personal trainer, so I'm going to start training at my gym that I work at now too mm. in, in the midst of all of it. Yes. So yeah. That's a quick recap of my journey. <laughs> it's an exciting recap. Yeah. And I actually want to ask you about, um, like, I suppose, I don't know if burnout is the word, mm-hmm. but you know that period of time when you decided to leave gymnastics. Yes. And, like, what, I just feel like a lot of people who do movement or who are athletes um, no matter what age or what experience, like I feel like, yeah, like that's a pretty significant time to like leave something you've been doing for a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think I think I was maybe a little bit burnt out for my age. I mean, I was going to school and then literally school finished at three o'clock. I'd be at gymna- gymnastics at four o'clock um, until 8 p.m. Come home, do a bit of homework, go to bed, restart. I was at gymnastics three to four times a week. So it was a lot. Um, a lot mentally as well, you know. Yep. I'm sure you would know, like, it, we were in competitive sports. You know, we were training for specific competitions and we had to perform a certain way. So as much as we were physically pushed, we were mentally pushed also. Um, so I think it got to a point where I was drained and I just felt like, I couldn't keep up anymore and I wasn't enjoying it. Just like how you weren't enjoying dancing anymore. I wasn't enjoying it. It felt like a job. It felt like a chore. Yeah. I couldn't, yeah, I, I wasn't having fun there anymore. So, yeah, I just felt like I had to give it up. I just wasn't feeling good being a gymnast anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty cool how you didn't hold on even though there could have been pressure to you. Yeah. Or you, could, or you could have felt like you were supposed to or you needed to or you had to prove something. Yep. I think it takes a lot to realize when something is not aligned anymore. Yeah. I definitely resonate. Like, I think I was even trying to prove to, like, myself, but even people around me because my sister was also doing gymnastics as well. She was five years younger than me, um, but she had gotten to kind of, I think, maybe the level just below me or maybe that year she had – I can't remember – but she was close to my level. Um, so I think that also took a toll on me because mm. I was like, oh, like I'm older, I'm supposed to be better. Mm. You know, siblings. Valid. <laughs> Competitive. So, yeah. Um, but like I said, she was five years younger than me and she was amazing. So good. Um, but yeah, she just didn't think as much as me. And I know she can relate now where she, if she was to do gymnastics now – she would be thinking more about like doing these flips like yeah scarier although she is a bit more of a risk taker than me so (laughs) maybe not (laughs) i like to overthink everything (laughs) well you do pole i do pole that's 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 tricky yeah that's definitely dancing and gymnastics combined which is a sleigh you know fueling our inner childs yeah it it is (laughs) it is it really is it's really special to go from that experience um of feeling like because I remember when I was leaving dancing similar thing I wasn't enjoying it anymore because it felt like 
work and like I needed to yeah and there was a lot of pressure Mm -hmm. mental pressure as well as physical pressure yeah as well as what I looked like and all of the stuff that comes with it yep and at a young age right Mm -hmm. um and then going from like leaving it kind of with a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth thinking Mm -hmm. I would never get to return again to then like the liberation of finding pole when we are feeling more secure in ourselves and connected with ourselves and doing it from a place of joy now. Yeah. And we're doing it at our own pace as well. You know, there's no external pressure. Like we go there for fun, but we're good at it. And now we practice extra. And Mm. if we really wanted to like compete, we could, but like we don't have to. (laughs) Like the, the options there. I've never really thought about it, to be honest. I genuinely, when you said that, I noticed a resistance in my body. Ooh. I was like, mm, not quite for me. That's fair. You don't need to. Not that I wouldn't want to, mm-hmm. just like I don't feel like I'm at that point, like of skilled enough yet. Yeah. Um, Neither. We've only been doing it for nearly a year. Yeah, nearly a year. Yeah. So not very long. Um, yeah, I definitely wouldn't go throw myself in a competition anytime soon, but you know, like I, like I was saying, you know, there's not, there's not that external pressure to do it. We're not doing it to compete. We're doing it for fun. We're doing it to exercise. We're doing it to learn fun, new skills and, you know, dance, like we're doing it for pure joy. And I feel like one of the really beautiful things about finding the movement that we've found now but I'm going to talk about pole, but I feel like this is across the board for all the forms of movement that we do Yeah, is that balance of the masculine and feminine energy. 100%. In the movement we do now. Yes. It's, yes. It's not all only masculine. Yeah. I kind of want to explain what masculine and feminine energy means. Cause some people might not know. So the masculine is more like the go-getter, the work hard, hustle, organized that kind of energy whereas the feminine is like flow joy um mindfulness within like can you add another word i feel like you've really said it perfectly so like for example with pole you know we do our pole tricks and you know we're training hard we're working hard to get these tricks but, you know, while we're doing the combos and while we're doing the cori, like the dancing, um, we're flowing and we're enjoying all of it. So it's got that really great mask and femme balance. Mm-hmm. And there's also like um, another part of the feminine is like just surrender. Yes. And we've like, we've randomly made our own dances where it's just like this yeah. surrendered state. Mm-hmm. Or like random pole flows where it's like. Yeah not really organized it's just like random flow yep which is also really cool yeah a good contrast to like the the parts where we need to specifically have the knee tucked here and this leg goes here and like yeah we need both yeah there's still that structure mm. but we're flowing with the structure Mm -hmm. yeah and that's the same at yogic state like you know we're doing these intense movements where we're like squatting or bicep curling or all of the things all the things but you know we're finding stillness as we're performing those movements and you know like i said after every station we do a yoga pose to kind of 
relax, get back into our body. And even when we're lifting the weights or using our body weights in those classes, it's all about mindfulness and meditation. Strength in meditation. Yeah. So like the other day we were doing wall sit, a minute wall sit. And um, oh, wall sit is a challenge. Wall sit is a challenge. And, you know, my trainer came and put a five kilo plate on my legs too. And I was like, oh no. Um, But... I stopped and I just found stillness within. Yes. I literally got into like a meditative state and the minute was up. Yes. It and works. I, yep. I literally found that strength to pull through, to push through in meditation. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So cool. <laughs> and it's like whenever we're doing the movements, it's like the focus is on sort of like maybe being a bit slower than what than what is in the conventional gym. Yes. You know, there's a slowness as time under tension is the focus. Mm-hmm. Really focusing on that mind to muscle connection. We're really trying to connect to that muscle and feel that tension, the tension in the muscle. Yeah. And like in that moment, it takes you to a meditative space because you're connected with your body more than your mind. Yeah, exactly. But throughout movement, our body is moving. So it's great to be more connected to our body in those moments. And it's a great opportunity to get all the energy that we usually have up in our heads from mental activity and ground it back down into the physical vessel. Yeah, definitely. It's really powerful, the movement we do. Yes. Absolutely. I feel like doing, being mindful, being meditative outside of movement, outside of the gym, outside of all these spaces has translated for me when doing movement. Like, I feel like now the way that I do movement is different because of my practices also outside of movement. Okay. Yeah, I just Can have that realization. More? Like, since I've gone through my own journey of like getting to know myself more deeply and spending a lot more time with me and connecting with me through, I suppose what you could say, it's meditative, but it's honestly me. Uh, it's like connecting to my own intuition, talking to myself or my higher self or my guides, right? Mm. In those states. Yep. Uh, or connecting with my energy body and doing like self-energy work on myself and using my mind to direct energy to different parts of my body and whatnot. Since going through the, these practices outside of movement in these activities, like now I'm more connected to my body as a whole and more connected to me. So then when I am doing any form of movement like I am less in my head yeah I'm more out of my own way you're less distracted yeah I was just kind of brought back to you know when I would just like train myself in just like a kind of quote-unquote normal gym and I was on my phone all the time I'd do a set on my phone do a set on my phone whereas now we don't touch our phones. Our phones are away for that whole hour. We're just fully embodied in ourselves and focusing on the movement that we're doing. Same as pole. You know, the only time we're really using our phones is to record. We just press the record button and that's it. Like we're not distracted on social media or anything like that. True. Um, yeah, I just, I've realized that. That's a now. great realization. Mm. I When I'm in the regular gym now, mm. I, I'm still on my phone. Yep. Like... Literally yesterday, I was on the stairmaster trying to voice note you, like, sorry for the breathing. (laughs) 
I'll reply to you properly in a minute, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I'm not going to lie. I still use my phone in the gym gym. Um, but when I'm actually doing the exercises that I'm doing, wherever it is, like you're still embodied in that moment, there's more focus. Like yeah. even with pole, for example, learning choreo, if in my outside of the, the dance room, outside of the studio life, I feel more in tune with myself when I'm trying to, when I'm learning choreo, I think less about the choreo. I just do it and it works. Yeah. You feel into your body. Yes. Yeah. But if I'm more in my head outside of the studio, then when I'm trying to learn choreo, I think, and I'm like, Oh, this is hard or I can't mm. like, how do I remember this? Or, yep. Oh, this bit, like that's when my mind is more like geared to go that way yeah. rather than flow. Yeah. Yep. 100%. I resonate. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, it's definitely because honestly, we're kind of meditating daily. So, yeah, it's bringing a lot more stillness into our, into the rest of our day, with whatever we do, which is a vibe. Because movement's a form of meditation. It is, or it can be. It can be, and when we're at yogic state, like mostly, that's what we're doing true and even that just made me realize like even after i just left the gym last night Mm. where i did like my own leg workout like i was like i said i was still on my phone in between sets at points um chatting to you yeah and i don't think i think that's all i was doing yeah i wasn't doing anything else on my phone i was chatting to you yeah um but even when i finished i felt like I felt really centered and connected to me and my essence. Yeah. Mm. Girl, because you're still connecting. Like, I didn't have that awareness when I was in the gym, like in, in, a, in a conventional gym. So, like, I would be there and just do the exercise, not even f- really think about what I'm doing and just go straight back on my phones. So I was just, like, distracted the whole time. Like, I was using my phone as, like, an example of the distraction. But, like, yes, you're going on your phone – but you still now know how to be centered and embodied while you're moving, even if you are talking to me. Mm. True. So. And this just yeah. made me remember to ask you yeah. about um, maybe like the contrast of being in the gym before and like intentions. And, like, maybe your contrast with now your intentions of moving. Yes. If you felt called to share. Yes, definitely. So, after gymnastics, like I said, I signed up to the gym and I was really focused on aesthetics. I was really focused on physique. I was working out to have a big ass and a flat stomach. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, that's just me being honest. You know, I was doing legs all the time I still like actually for the first like three years I didn't really train upper body I wasn't really educated in it but then when I did my degree I became more educated in it and I started doing it myself and I enjoyed upper body days but I would still thrash leg days um and yeah it was it was mostly just to look good and there's nothing wrong with that but, like, I wasn't really training for, like, a bodybuilding comp where, like, I had to have this certain physique. Like, it's just all I wanted, really. Yeah. But 
I still was never really satisfied. Um, fast forward to now, I I still obviously want my body to look nice, but that's not the main focus. My focus now is to gain strength and to do cool tricks at pole. Mm. Um, you know, and when I'm working out in the gym, I'm thinking, oh, yes, this workout is going to help me gain strength for this pole trick. And when I'm doing pole, I'm like, oh, yes, this is going to help me get pull-ups in the gym. Like, Love. I'm just thinking about, like, the strength and the mo- the cool moves I'm going to be able to do. And you are so strong. Thanks, girl. I've gotten so much stronger. Like, yeah. I was probably maybe more strong while I was doing gymnastics, but this is the most – this is the strongest I've been as a, my adult self, mm. which is a sleigh. I did 20 push-ups the other day for my fitness test. On your toes. On my toes. Slay, I could never do that. Last year, I could do like two push-ups. Girl, that's huge. I know. That is huge. I, I'm not able to do that yet. So you will get there, queen. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, so now like, yes, my goal is for strength, pretty much strength. Um, but in turn, my body still looks good because I'm yes. still moving. I'm still moving so much. I'm gaining so much strength. And my body looks good. I look after it. It absolutely does. And you do. Yeah. But I guess now movement just feels a lot more fulfilling to me and a lot more enjoyable because I feel like my intentions are more pure for what I want movement to be for me. Um, And like I said, like I'm not saying like training for aesthetics is bad because a lot of people do bodybuilding comps and like that's exciting. So much respect to those people. Because that is a challenge. Like, Oh. oh, Slave. Incredible. Yeah. But that's just not, that's not what I want to do. And I, that's not how um, I want to train. So I found, you know, what works for me and what I truly want to do. And training is now enjoyable again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, that is amazing. It is. It feels, oh, it feels like refreshing to just like not be doing it for a reason that I don't really care about like obviously I, like I said I care about my body but I'm doing it for strength and my body will just you know follow along there's so much intrinsic motivation going yes, on here not external I'm not doing it for like external validation to be like oh she has a big ass yeah <laughs> so yes yeah oh that is incredible mm. and um I can resonate yep. with like when I was in the gym phase earlier before I had all that time off movement with like knowing that I looked really good, knowing that I looked really fit and knowing that I drew attention yeah. from how I looked. Mm-hmm. And like that was a big motivating factor to continue because I was like, wow, I feel so powerful because like I just walk and like my physical exterior commands attention. Oh, yes, I can wholeheartedly resonate. And that is not a negative thing at all. No. It's expansive to be able to command. It's not even intentionally commanding attention, but it's expansive to have that impact or effect. Yeah. Like you can feel very powerful. Yeah. But I also feel like that can become imbalanced Mm -hmm. and it can become like the 
when that's like the driving force or the reason for doing something, you can lose touch and sight of like what truly feels good inside. External motivation runs out fast. Mm. It's all about what happens internally. Um, so yeah, so I think with us like that worked for a little while, but for us, this is more maintain maintainable. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I'm even just thinking about something that we chatted about recently. And this is a little bit off topic, but it still feels relevant to this here. Okay. With We talked about appreciating how we look. We talked about loving what we both, both of us loving what we look like. Yeah. That self-love of the internal, but also our external. Yeah. Which we deserve to have. Yes. And we spoke about how it's not an issue to love what we look like Mm -hmm. and to appreciate what we look like and to even in a healthy, balanced way, show that self-appreciation outside or outwardly. Yeah. But also to use it for a positive reason. Mm-hmm. Like we spoke about feeling good, taking a good photo of ourselves if we want to, posting it, but also directing a message that, that we want people to hear about that's beyond just the physical. Yeah. Because we were saying like humans like pretty things. Yeah. Humans like things that look look good. You know, everyone's just like attracted to that. So, you know this is like a bad way to say it, I guess, but like no. using using our looks to spread a message. Seriously. Because it gets people's attention and it will, it will make them think about something that we've said, you know, in that post. It's expansive. Yeah. The amount of, oh, I've kind of been doing it a little bit less, but little gym selfies I'll take because I'm like, oh, I feel so good. Yeah. Yay me. <laughs> post, I'm like, this is the message coming through right now. I'm going to share it. Yep. And I'm sure... Um, I, I believe everyone receives something when they're supposed to receive it or and resonate when they're supposed to and whoever yeah. doesn't, doesn't. But like, I'm like, oh yeah, like this just adds another layer of like resonation for some reason. Mm-hmm. Just having this bam right there. Yeah. You know what? I'd, I'd, I'm happy to use me feeling good about how I look as well and how I'm feeling to direct to a positive message. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a tool. It's a tool we've been given, so let's use it. <laughs> yeah. Because I think we were, I think we were feeling a little bit guilty when we were talking about this. I think we were feeling like, oh, you know, people might just be following us for like our external. I can't remember, but I think that's, I think that's what I was thinking. But then we were like, no, it doesn't matter. They can be doing that, but they're still receiving our messages at the same time. I feel like it's we were talking about rewriting how we used to use social media or photo taking yeah, and then how we do now. That as well. That's yep. what we're chatting about. Yep. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's a whole nother it is. podcast topic. Yeah, that's amazing though. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to like, it just felt... No, that's okay. Cool but if that we keep here. going deeper... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll talk about it another time. Exactly. Stay tuned. <laughs> But with movement now, I love what you said about um, there being these other intentions and reasons now for why you move. Yeah. Yeah. It feels really good. It just feels really pure inside and I'm getting results from it. I'm gaining that strength. My body is still looking nice. Like all the things, all the things. So, yeah. Um, I wanted to chat about, you know, what if, 
people can't, you know, people don't have access to all these different forms of movement. Like, you know, paying for pole dancing, paying for the gym, paying for yoga. Absolutely. All of that. Yes. I wanted to chat about that because movement doesn't need to be expensive. No. Like, we choose to go to these places because, like, you know, luckily enough, we can. Um, But there's also amazing resources for movement that are free and just, like, in the local area. Like, and you've been walking to the park and doing, like, exercises for the pull-ups. Yes. Free. Yeah. At the park. Getting some sunshine. Yes. And we went on a walk together the other day and mm-hmm. it was so beautiful. So beautiful. Yeah. You know, there's there's access to so many different things. And I do want to mention um, the community that we're a part of because they are doing amazing things. Please do. Uh, Wellside Banus. That's what they're called. Find them on Instagram. They're a community in the Bayside area at Ramsgate Beach, Bells Point area. Um, And they pretty much kind of run classes for free. So incredible. Outdoors. So, for instance, we go to run day on Sundays, which is like a run, you know, a lot of us get together and we run for half an hour. Together in community. Yep. It's so fun. Uh, Wednesday mornings, we do ice baths on the beach. I haven't been in a little Girl, while. Girl, same. <laughs> we, 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 we did. We did. but We got cold. We will make a comeback. Yes, we definitely will be. We will. Um, we love our ice baths. Um, but there's also calisthenics. Yes. There's also beach yoga. Oof. There is bike, bike. club. Swim club. Swim club. Pop-up events. Yes, there's always, like, especially on long weekends, like, they'll do a random, like, big day event where all those classes are running in the day and it's just, like, a fun thing and it's all for free. Which is so incredible Mm -hmm. to the people who dedicate their time and have dedicated their time for the past few years. Yes, this has been going on for ages. To running this for free yep i'm literally astounded yeah and so grateful for it because you know yes we do pay for like our usual stuff but we go there and everyone is so friendly everyone is so so nice the classes are great that they do like they are amazing people and um it's a way to connect to people that have the same values as you like how many friends have we made? We've met the most incredible, beautiful human beings. So supportive. Like-minded, yep. open-hearted. Yeah. It's just a it's a judgment-free zone. Everyone is just so friendly and welcoming and they're all just there to move. Yeah. And it's really amazing. So that's just one example of a community near us that we're immersed in. I'm pretty sure I've heard of a run club in Bondi area as well, if you're from there. But have a look around your area. I'm sure there's something going on. Wherever you are in the world, perhaps around you, there is something, a community you can be a part of. Yep. Yep. And, you know, if not, maybe you can create a community. I was just going to say that. You can start your own. I, that must have been a telepathic moment. Yeah. Because I don't know where that dropped in okay, from. Okay, I was I was waiting you were for thinking I it. was waiting for you to stop right. talking so I could say I was it. like, where is this coming from? <laughs> Alright, there we go. There we go. Um yeah, you could create your own. Like 
I think that's how these would have started. Just yeah. a couple of people, friends, and then it just grew and grew and grew and grew. Yep. It literally would have been someone like exercising on the, the bars at the beach and then someone else joining, someone else joining. Oh, let's come every Tuesday and do this. Yep. And then just telling more people to come. Yeah. Like it's as simple as that. Absolutely. Wow, powerful. Incredible. Someone listening is going to create their own <gasps> community and I'm excited Please let for us it. know if you do. Yes. So we can just like celebrate you. Let us know if we can come by if it's near. If it's near or we can celebrate you from afar. From afar, exactly. Mm. That's so exciting. Love. Aww. Another thing I wanted to actually yes. mention was the importance of, we've spoken so much about movement. We're obviously really active galleys, mm-hmm. but also the importance of rest (laughs) that was not planned guys we're just telepathic yeah i was like hoping you would chime in on that yep good love guys rest is so important the last few nights i haven't well no last night i slept well the night before i did not sleep well i woke up at like 2 30 couldn't go back to sleep until 5 30 and i was like oh i wanted to go to yoga this morning but i was like no my body needs rest So I actually didn't go to yoga yesterday or to my gym class this morning and that's okay because I really needed to to rest and let my body sleep. Prioritizing your nervous system. Exactly. But I will be back tomorrow because my sleep is back on track. Well, hopefully it will be tonight. Yes, it is. (laughs) And I have pole dancing tonight. So it's, you know, it's going to balance out. But rest is so important. Like you need to use your discernment as to when... You're just feeling like, oh, I don't want to go, but you know it's really good for you. Yeah. Or when you're like, actually, no, I, I actually need rest and that's okay. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Because sometimes there's different reasons. Sometimes we have injuries. Sometimes the reason that we're doing movement, it's become unhealthy for like mental health reasons. Yeah. And we need to take a step back to develop a healthy relationship with movement. Mm. Sometimes we are physically exhausted from other things. Yeah. Like there's so many different reasons. Sometimes we're on a healing journey. Yeah. Which you know, is your priorities are elsewhere or you need to savor your energy for other things. Literally. And that's what I went through. Yeah. So, yeah, like... Any time that you have, any time that you take to rest, trust and know that you can return back. Always. And you can make a comeback. Yeah, movement is always going to be there. Literally. I had no idea that one year after starting movement again, I would be as strong as I am now. Yeah. If This is in literally a dream to me. Like yeah. me now is like, I wouldn't have fathomed this 12 months ago. Yeah. Yeah. And you're moving like multiple times a day as well. Yes. Mm. I, I couldn't have fathomed this. Yeah. So no matter where, it, whether you are a beginner. Yeah. Whether you have taken some time off, whether you need to take some time off, trust your process mm-hmm. and trust that you can start again, whether that's now, whether that's at a later time. Yeah. Like it's never too late to start. It's also never too late to take a break. Yeah, exactly. And I think just, yeah, just really acknowledging, like like I said, if you really need to savor your energy and rest, or if you're just like, I don't know where to begin, but I want to. Yeah. Start small. Start, start small. Start like 
grab a friend, go for a walk. Or grab your earphones and listen to a podcast. Listen to this podcast while you're walking. Love. <laughs> like, just start with little things, you know. Go check out a community. See what they do. Do I used to do yoga in my room, you know, whenever I'm feeling like, before I was at Yogic State, whenever I'm feeling like it, I would just like search up yoga on YouTube and there will be like 15 minute video with like a great yoga flow for me to do. Just starting with little things because we also want to nourish our body with movement too. And there's no right or wrong. It's all about what feels good to you personally. Yeah. Like we have got all these different forms of movements that we dabble in. Not because we have to or have to do all these things. We genuinely have gravitated towards them and love them. Yeah, exactly. And there's other things that I'm like, oh, I want to try that. I want to do that. But, you know, mm. pace pace yourself, gal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like it, there's going to be a time it's going to align. Yeah. I want to do everything. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> I know. I really want to start calisthenics. Yes. But I... I'm starting a nine-week challenge at work where I'm going to be training at work. So there's just going to be a lot of training for me and calisthenics will come. But we, you know, do little moves here and there we at do. Yogic State anyway. Yes. Um. So, yeah, and I know all this strength that I'm building now is going to help me so much with calisthenics. So it'll, it'll come into my life at the aligned time. Don't want to burn very- out either. Yes. Mm. I was just going to say that's very wise. Yes. <laughs> it's very wise. Yeah. Like you could have added it in and tried to push yourself, yeah. but you're using your discernment and you're like, there's going to be a time soon. Yeah. And there is. There will be. Yeah. Absolutely. Do we have anything else to say? I want to ask you one more question. Oh, yes. Please do. What is one thing that you want to tell our listeners anything right now about movement? If you are feeling stuck in a certain type of movement that you are doing, try something else. Add variety. I was, like, last year was really upset because I was just like, oh, I don't want to exercise anymore. I have no motivation. Um, But I knew how good it was for my body and I was just forcing it and forcing it and forcing it until I found a way that worked for me. So, yeah, just don't. There's not one right way. Love. Yeah. That's that's my that's my last thing. Beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Anything you want to say? Yes. You can always begin or begin again. Don't allow your starting point to stop you from trying. And do your best to release comparison to maybe what you've been able to do before or what you see others doing. This journey is so uniquely yours and you're going to feel so excited and expansive starting from wherever you are now and just growing from there, being consistent and you'll be able to look back and be like, wow, I'm incredible. Wow. Yes. Yeah. That's it. And on that, (laughs) ending the episode with a bang. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Please give us any feedback um, you have. You know, I specifically am new to podcasting. So any feedback that is going to make this a smoother listen for you guys, we are open to receiving. 
please do. Yeah, and if you want us to talk about anything in particular, also let us know that too. Yeah. And please, if you would like to subscribe to our podcast, give us a rating. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you so much. Yes, and we will tune back in with you next week. Woohoo! Bye. Bye.